TS is who I am. Trick that is who I am. <laughs> You're not welcome to episode, uh, was it 115 of the Black Male Podcast? Yes, indeed. He, he, he wearing his merch today. Hey. Well, it's more than a merch at this point, man. You got you, that's like a clothing line now. I mean, look at Walk that. With me. <laughs> Walk with me. <laughs> that's a good shirt, bro. Tagline. Walk with me. You know what I mean? I am your I am your um no lock no locks having um co-host. I'm lockless now. I cut my locks off. Bad sign for the Eagles. Crazy, changes. crazy. It was time for a change. I got, you know what I mean? You know how you get in that. Um I was in a rut, bro. I was in a mental rut. I was in a creative rut. I was just in a rut. And um, I needed to make some changes on on top of me changing, fully changing the way I um, eat, changing the way I um, I diet and exercise, you know, like physical body wise, and reaping the benefits from that, feeling feeling a hundred times better. You know, when you're, what I'm saying? A, when you're when you're in a rut and you feel you're in a rut and you acknowledge that you're in a rut, do you have that conversation with your significant other that? That's what was going on with you at that time. I did this time. I normally don't, but I did this time. Why like do you I, normally? I, what 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 makes you not do it in previous times? Because you what makes um, you do it this time. Because you you step in your way. I, I was always in my way. I always felt like nobody will understand um, what I'm going through mentally and things of that nature. And this time, I said, "Fuck that! I got to do everything different. I'm doing everything different." I, um, you know what I'm saying? How I approach everything is, is in a different manner, in a different way. So my wife is fully, I need to make sure my wife is fully in tune in what I'm going through mentally. So yes, we've had that discussion. And she, you know, when I told, I've told people, look, I plan on cutting my locks off. Like, you know, saying, why would you do that? Why would you do that? My wife did the opposite. She's like, baby, do it if you feel like it's best for you. You know what I mean? You I mean, need- but why, why would she care though? You know, some people get caught up in in appearances and certain things. And I don't, like I don't, that. I don't think people that people that generally care for your well being are even worried about that part. Like you, that's would, like, you, would, you would hope so, but the sad part is, in some cases, people do. Some people well, get stuck. I, so, like if you cut your beard off, I don't know if people would be happy with that. Think about it. I mean, it's only, like, it's only. I mean, it's only like one opinion that would matter as far as that's concerned. Right, and that opinion probably would not be happy with that. Nah, she would laugh at me. <laughs> it looks stupid in the face. Yeah, <laughs> the old baby face ass. <laughs> right. 
I mean, I actually, I actually have a baby face. I could just. I know you do. I know you do. Looking old ass. Your face online without without the with the low beard. You got the low beard. Your face look hella young. Fucking fifty two years old with a thirty five year old face. Look at stupid. Look at stupid. Like why you got so much gray hair, young man? Yeah, I, I was asking that question because um, you, uh-huh. know, you know, I'm going through that now, and it's like, matter of fact, I sent a message to my man Doug. I'm talking about Chris White. I just called him K Dog. Mm-hmm. We went back and forth a little bit because we all do that, but we don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. But all of us don't go into a situation where it affects our relationships, though. Right. You know what I mean? So we don't really see the relevancy of it, or even the potency of that decision, until it kind of affects us some kind of way. Right. A lot of times our direct support system is right there with us, but we don't fully engage in that. No, we don't bring them in like we should. You know, it's, it's and I don't think women understand that as strong as we are, there's still certain elements of relationships that we fear. Yes. And right. I can say to you how you're fearing it without noticing I'm doing it myself. You know what I mean? Because it's easy for me to watch you. They be like, bro, look, man, you got to talk to your lady, man. You got woo, 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 right? Right. Yeah, you could easily say to me, bro, you need to talk to your lady. Right. Because you know, we from the, that's why we have to uplift each other and really build each other and, and be the type right. to call each other out. Right. You know what I mean? Because we call each other out sometimes and we laugh yeah, we at it. It's like because yeah. I'll be like, nigga, you do the same thing. And you'd be like, Yeah, I yeah, do. I know. But that's how I know you're doing it. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's you know funny because we but, just had that conversation. <laughs> and we'll probably do it again. <laughs> but the thing is, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just pull a brother like, yo, bro, I know how much this means to you. Like, don't mm-hmm. don't do that to yourself. Because right. I don't want to I don't want to see you there. Right, right. I'll pick you right. up when you fall, but I don't want to pick you up for that because this doesn't have to happen. Happen. Exactly. I agree. No, I agree. And that and that's and that's where it's at. It's like, all right, boom. And yo, I can't even front, bro. I can't even front. I feel better, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I confide in my lady and start making these changes and things to start. And I'm in a better mental space. I'm in a better mental space. You don't realize you, you put yourself in a mental space because you start being in a rut about things. You constantly, you constantly run in this, um, this rat race and you don't realize how much this rat race is um, taking a toll on you. You know what yeah. I mean? Or you overgoal yourself. You know what I'm saying? You know, like you have goals for yourself and you overgoal it. And you can do that. You can over put too many goals that you want to accomplish. And then you find yourself not accomplishing any goals because you're trying to accomplish all these goals yeah. all at one yeah. time. Yeah. You know then you saying? feel like then you feel like you're failing. You feel like you're failing. And that's what was happening. I'm trying you, to accomplish way too many yourself? goals at one time. I mean, and, and you sound like you, you sound like you're talking from my brain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'm out having a motherfucking world. That's all I can think about is all of that shit. Right. Yep. Yep. I'm out there listening to some hip hop. I'm thinking about all of that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I can't point a finger at anybody. No, no, I understand. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and the thing is, you think, about, think about how great you feel as a man when, you're, when your woman comes in you and, and, and reveals something of the right. And right. then feels better at the end. Think about how strong it makes us feel. Yeah, no, it does. Like, mm-hmm. like what we be thinking? Like, we got the same support system then. Yeah, yeah. 
And we act like I'm a tough guy. I'm good. Because that's that man mode, cheese mode that they call it. That's bro, male ego. Saying, sometimes that shit will fuck you. Saying, fuck. Good for decades, bro. We are not good. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm done money, saying that money. shit, bro. I'm done saying that shit. And, I ain't yeah, good. But, I tell my wife I ain't good, yo. Shit, I ain't in no good space. This morning, nigga, I got up to get ready for the pod, get myself together. The wife finally gets up. I go and lay next to her real quick before I come to cut the computer and stuff on it. And then I told her, I was like, yo, I ain't really sleep that good last night. She was like, me neither, really. She was like, um, she was like, your energy felt off, even though we had a great time last night. I said, no, we had a great time last night. I said, my, I could not cut my brain off last night. It just would not go off. That shit just kept running like a computer all night long. And I was like, and that's why she was like, and she just, you know, do what women do. They hold you. And she feel like a fucking whole, a full baby, but I should feel good at the same time. Like, I'm about to say, I should feel good, though. Oh, shit, nigga, I love coloring. Fuck that. And me too. I color too. Like, oh, yo, yo, listen, men that don't like the color, y'all on your own, B. Right, word up. Word up. Cuddle me, shit. Yo, because it was like funny, that. bro, because I was just sitting next to her, and then she going hungry, and next you know, she, like, pushing me down, and I'm on the, I'm on the bed laying down. Now we in full cuddle mode. I'm like, Erica, I ain't going to be able to get up and go to this pod if you don't get up. Just a few more minutes. I'm like, all hey, right. what? <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm hating. I don't even want to talk about this no more. <laughs> I my call face her. Like, my face looking like this right now. I'm mad. <laughs> I call her and my youngest son uh, um, the the cuddle bunnies because my youngest son loves the dawn. He just he's he's a you know how you like you figure out love languages. His love language is physical touch, like straight up. He will sit on you. He just like the hug, and then he'll tell me, "I'm like, bro, why are you always on me? You're my daddy." There's nothing wrong with that. I'm like, I can say I, I just I don't care. Bro, I just like fucking with it. I can tell you the story. Um, you talking about cuddling and all that shit, man. Embracing, I would say. Right. I remember when I was uh, when I was in DC, my my heating unit went out, mm-hmm. right? Because it was carbon monoxide. Fire department came, everything like you know you mm-hmm. can smell it. No, Fire department came, shut it down, everything it was crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was winter time, so it was a little cold, not unbearable. It was a little cold. My son mother was talking shit, talking about I need to fix it now. She coming to get my son? She's four or five hours away. Just a woman ranch. Oh, she was bugging out. Right. Him back, he can't be there without the heat on. Yo, my son was cool. We had blankets. The dude was laying on my chest. We watching movies all day. Yo, he had the most fun. Didn't Dude, recognize just, nothing. Just being abundant dads, huh? Yeah, just and it it was dope. Mm-hmm. I mean, we watched oh movie after movie after movie after movie, and I'm thinking he sleep. He looking at me. Mm-hmm. But we watch X. I'm like, damn, little nigga. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> Cause you know if you if if you, you go out, bro, they're not. No, bro, they don't care. Kids don't care about that shit, bro. They really just want to be a part of you. That's but you got to make an appointment for somebody to to take out, put another one in. They had tested and all of that. Mm-hmm. And it was like two, three days before they came. Yeah, yeah, that shit gonna take a minute. No. Yeah. Uh, no, me and me and my daughter went to hang out because we talked about the pod and stuff. Me and her had um had breakfast and stuff like that. Just hanging nope. and. Nope. We were sitting out. Um, it's a place in Durham. It's called Up. I mean, not Durham. In um, Fayetteville, it's called Uptown. And um, fire spot, shit fire. Um, you know, shrimp and grits and stuff like that. Real dope. Grits, man. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness, it was on point. Having a nice waffle, bro. You know, what I mean, but with the um, with the um, 
it's the butter that they call I can't think of the name of the butter. It's honey butter. That's it's fire. Yeah, honey butter fire. Bro, so we sitting there and we talking and laughing and joking. And we literally just like, you know what I mean? Like giving you, like much. I'm giving her some games, like because she so, <clears throat> it was funny, because you know I have this, I literally have a 30-day breakup rule and it and she couldn't like she heard me say it before, but she was like, like, where did you get that from? And I kept it a buck with her. I said, I refuse to let someone uh, again have my mental in shambles. I said, your mother had my mental in shambles. I like the way I, the way I was feeling and going through things. It was, it was rough on my head, and I was like, your mother had my mental in shambles. Hold on a second, bro. I'm on my podcast. You gotta go ask your mother. She is not sleeping. Go upstairs. Just go upstairs. She's not sleeping. I promise you, she's not sleeping. Close my door. Bro, I'm not gonna, I'm one thing I'm not gonna do is repeat myself. Bye. Bad mode. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do that, bro. But um, back to what I was saying, seeing dad mode always. And so I said, your mother had my mental in shambles for a very long time. And I could not, and it was hard for me to grasp things in reality. I said, and I refuse to feel that way again. So I give every, any relationship that ends, uh, if I don't care if it's um physical or just, you know, saying platonic, just friends, I give 30 days, you know. 30 days, that's it. 30 days is all I'm doing, especially a physical relationship. 30 days, I'm gonna try to get you back within them 30 days. I'm trying to, you know, communicate, figure out what, what went wrong in them 30 days, try to get closure. But if I can't get any of that within them 30 days, after them 30 days, I am done letting that shit grip my mental. I'm done letting that shit have a hold on me like that. We have to move on with our lives and we can't keep dwelling on situations that does not have that does not bring anything to you and she sat there and she was like i gotta start implying that because her last situation is having a grip on her and um i was like we can't we can't keep letting people have you can't have let anyone have that emotional investment on your mind and they may not even be feeling the same way they've they probably gone on about their whole life and you're still dwelling on what that person done to you so how, how I see that more, more often than not, it still goes into getting your own head because if a person values you the same way you value them, even if it takes 30 days, when you do bring up that conversation, it'll be on the table. You can see, okay, we both been doing the same thing. Somebody has to break that that ice. Now, if you break right. that ice on that 30th day and she looking at you like, nigga, what? you don't waste your 30 days right there, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, don't waste, <laughs> you waste your 30 days in your own thought because at that 30th day, EDC's gonna embrace you and be like, I'm tired of this bullshit too. Let's go right. and do it. But I'm back. cool with that. I'm cool with yeah. that. Be because oh, that's that's in that yeah. process of trying to get it back. Yeah, you know, sometimes both of you are doing the same thing. On. Right. Both of you might be doing the same thing. I ain't calling him, let's call but me. See, that, I ain't calling her, let's call me. Both of y'all being petty. For me, what I do within them 30 days, I'm trying. I'm trying to communicate with you. I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna give you your time alone. I, I'm gonna send you a message. Like I'm gonna do everything, especially if it's a, a relationship of value. I'm gonna do everything to try to fix it. But if I can't fix it within them 30 days, I'm no longer trying anymore. Yeah, I'm moving on. I'm moving you. on with my you. life. I'm I'm moving on. And 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 the sad part is you may 
now want to receive what I was trying to give those 30 days. And guess what? I'm no longer in that position of receiving. I'm, I'm no longer in that position of listening. We have now moved on. You know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes you got to, bro. I, I just can't, bro. That's the worst thing, bro. During that time of, of my life, I almost killed myself. I almost did a whole bunch of stupid shit, bro. Within that time frame of dealing with um at the not knowing to see my kid, going back and forth, fighting people, doing a whole bunch of shit for two fucking years. I said, fuck that shit, bro. I will never let no one have a grip on my mental ever again like that. Well, you know, every situation is different. And when you sit down and you really analyze how you've carried yourself within a certain time frame, the answer is usually right there. Yeah. Because a person that's really meant for you it wouldn't have sat back and let you carry yourself in that manner anyway. Right. The women that care about you, they, they see how you're moving. They see when you're going too far. You know, they see how you move. You yeah. stepped in. She stepped in somewhere, with somewhere within that process was whatever part she know. She stepped in and said something in whatever way she would have said it. But we all learning, man. We we yeah. all, we learning, man. You you were young at the time. We didn't really know what love was, and no hell, no, we did. What made a relationship matter, or what made a relationship sensible? Like where your daughter's at, she really don't know. Right. You know the person she thinks she loves and don't want to let go is is like a stepping stone. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Not more than a stepping stone, it's just a life lesson. Mm -hmm. Which is fine, which is great. Because the way that ended, it could have ended way worse. Could have. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? It ended the way it ended because it's a lesson to be learned for you to move on from. Right. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Look, bro, look, first thing in the pod, we ought to give us some give us some grand scheme <clears throat> messaging. But let's 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 start with sports right quick, man. This is probably the biggest topic going on right now. When this podcast ends, when this podcast airs, they'll probably be done played a, a second game by it. You know, they'll be, on, they'll be on game three, probably. Yeah, two or three. Yeah, no, two. Yeah, three. Shit, you're right. They'll be on. Yeah. Well, it'd be getting ready to play game three. Yeah, you know schedule for game. Yeah, schedule wise. Yeah. Um, um, we had Colorado versus TCU. Um, that score that game, it was a high scoring game. Let me pull up the score right quick. I, I should have did that it was, first. It was in the forties. Yeah, it was like forty five to forty one or something like that, um, which was which was crazy. Yep, forty five to forty two. So Colorado won forty five to forty two. The TCU TCU was just in the national championship game, what just a year ago, and um, every everyone expected TCU to dog walk Colorado, and um, that did not happen at all. That did not. Well, happen. I think a lot of those predictions were from a were from a wrong place. They weren't from a place of football. I mean. I agree. Dion brought in half of the team that's new. So the only really thing was, could he get these plays to gel quickly? That's like the only issue. TCU lost, like, I think two or three starters. Yeah. Quarterback, yeah. and um, I think it was receiving somebody. Yeah. But, um, you know. But they, the but they had their backups. Their backups, they've been preparing, you know what I'm saying? Also, got to remember their backups with yeah, Brad Sherman they, preparing. So. Yeah, their quarterback was ass. He, she's trash. Hey, should he threw up 42 points? He ain't that bad. Yeah, he's trash, bro. He's <laughs> trash. They got oh, out coached. They definitely got out coached. Out -coached. They you know why I say they got out coached? Because they had a running back that had 14 carries and 160 yards. Mm -hmm. I don't think that boy touched the ball in the fourth quarter. No, I don't think he didn't either. 
For some I, reason, I, they pulled. They did, pulled, but they. I, I, that's when the defense finally stepped up and started shutting him down. Yeah, but it was offensive line at that time was worn out. They got beat yeah. up in the front. Pass blocking. They got beat up. But the thing is, they did the Dak Prescott. They started having the quarterback throw the ball. They did work running. Right. Unless he was injured and nobody knew nothing about it. He had 14 carries for 160 yards. Wouldn't give him the ball. Yo, the crazy thing is the quarter that messed them up the most was the first quarter. That seven, you know, seven um with Colorado throwing seven points immediately on the board. Well, it's it's almost like um, you know, David Goliath. Mm-hmm. took Colorado Lightning. Colorado came out there swinging. And by the time, you know, TCU tried to get a grip and get it going, the gentleman was pumping too hard, man. Colorado whole team played like it was just their life depended on playing. I mean, you got a guy that dominated on both sides of the ball. As a receiver, he was doing his thing. As a cornerback, he was doing his thing. Travis Hunter. And at the end of the game, he was like, I'm ready to play some more. You know, he was out there. He was putting in work, son. <laughs> Uh, he, locked he locked in, man. Uh, Sh- Shador was 38 from um, 38, what, from 47 with 510 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. I say, was, I, I say this, I, I, and I said this when they were at um, Jackson State. I said, I wonder how they would play against better competition. Not think they wouldn't excel. But I know I had a problem when I hoop, man. Sometimes I would play down to my competition. Right. And I always wondered with a guy like Travis Hunter that I was ranked like number one, you know, because some people would say he didn't dominate HBCU, this and that, whatever. In my mind, I always thought maybe he wasn't motivated enough or maybe the competition didn't push him enough. Sometimes he can be so talented. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use the word coach, but kind of, kind of, sort of. You right. play to the competition. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he played against TCU all out. Like he went all and the, the lights, the lights was on him. This is a prime time game. His motor is his <clears throat> motor is just and it was away. It was a away game at that. You went TCU's this, home. This is the point. This all of that, man. These these kids came out here. These young men came out here and just went all out for the arm, man. And it's like that's all you want as a coach that has plays that go out for bro. You watch my timelines. He's congratulating people. He's hugging people. Mm-hmm. He got another coach. One of his assistant coaches on the sideline crying tears, man. Mm-hmm. This That's big grown crazy. ass nigga crying, bro. Let's cry. never seen no shit like that. Yeah. Because they, they were 20-point underdogs. Mm-hmm. That team is almost a movie. Because the yeah. team is full of players that some teams just didn't want for some reason. Or players that may have had certain issues trying to get their career back on track. They just had talent. They had heart. And had the, the ability to be submissive to a program and just give all out. Cause Dion is he's tough on them players. Yeah, he's definitely tough on. Mm-hmm. But they come ready to learn, ready to grow, and ready to excel as young men. Yo, that story, that's such a great story. And it's so sad that I can't remember the one guy. That one guy said that's the worst roster in college football. Yeah. How can you say that that is the worst roster in college football? <laughs> And he got a bunch of number one recruited players too. The, but you saying that's the worst college, the worst roster in college football? That's a wild scenario. Don't be in a twenty pound, twenty point dog. I'm not surprised at. No, no, I'm not surprised at me. First game of the season, some of the, some of those things are just outrageous because they're not proven. Deion team wasn't proven, so I wasn't mad at that. No, but no. say the worst roster in college football. You know, Cats be reaching, bro. Cats be reaching. That that reach be real, bro. That like this Mel Kuypers and all these people that. 
be throwing their opinions about stuff and they ain't never done nothing a day in their life but commentate. I'll be like, man, get the fuck out of here. You haven't even picked up a ball and threw that shit. I, I mean, I picking, up a ball, picking up a ball in front of doesn't get analysis any better because some of those guys do nothing. They yeah. play, they can't. Look, look at Rashad McCants, bro. Come on. Uh, no, nah, we don't. We can never compare that nigga, bro. Something wrong. I'm I, going by I, your I, name. I haven't, I haven't said the N word in a couple of weeks, bro. According, yeah, going according to your theory, <laughs> Rashad McCants breaks that thing in a million pieces. He played, <laughs> he played at a high level. Now I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong. He played at he a high level. level. <laughs> that played, played in the NBA. That's a high huh? level. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No. Oh, yeah. Yo, making it to the league. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I didn't say he was a excelled that, as a professional. That, that joke did not play. <laughs> he played the NBA? What you mean? Played a little bit. He ain't really played. Nah, come on. He played in the NBA. If I played in the NBA, the level of he played, you'd be proud of me, bro. He played in the NBA. That's not the level... Family. Not the level that he talks. He talks okay. like he went to the finals. There we go. He talked like he was a star. <laughs> yeah, like he was a number one option or something, bro. Like, bro, you was on Minnesota with KG. You was nowhere near them. <laughs> what? Man, this dude wears a crown. Yo, son, not the crown of your head, man. <laughs> but let's, now, why, let's he keep, why, why he keep? Why he keep? I don't want to digress. But why he keep testing Gilbert Arenas, man? I don't know. And give him the readers. Yo, cuz, yo, son. The only thing stopping Gilbert the readers from being great, great, great was himself. Was, was Gilbert. And he didn't tell you. It was Gilbert the reason. Arenas that stopped himself. So, what makes you think you're great? You're average. Like Boy, he said, great. if I say I'm great, I'm great. <laughs> if, if, uh, if Steph Curry said he's the best point guard, he's the best point guard. Who are we to tell him he isn't? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> you have a podcast. You you have a right to say whatever you want to say. If you don't agree, don't agree. That guy's weird, man. Yo, he's super weird, man. Super weird. He's a clown. He's <laughs> <laughs> a freaking clown. They need to but, keep him uh, on the show, though. Huh? Keep him on the show. Nah, he's good for the show. Yeah, he's I like him. Pure comedy. He's good for the show. I like when Kenya Martin on there. Yeah, Kenny Martin be telling him, "Man, nigga, shut up!" I be rolling, son. Only thing I don't like about Kenny Martin is when he acts like he had a mid-range jumper. He doesn't. He said he does. He said he didn't. No, one, one, one episode, he's like, "I can hit that mid-range from the elbow." When I was like, "Nah, bro, <laughs> you shoot line drives, my dude." No, he definitely shoot line drives, and it's funny. His shot funny when he shoot his arm still. It's like weird. It's a weird jumper. Yeah. It's a weird jumper. But, man, TCU, man, I give it to them. Um, last year, they only won one game. So, right now, they have one game. Colorado won one game. I mean, Colorado, I'm sorry. Colorado only won one game last year. So, now they have one game. If they win a second game, hey, <laughs> and they, if they want sec- win a second game and lose every game, this is a successful season. Nah, I, hope they start, <laughs> I hope they start off like the VNO. Me too. Me too. Me too. I do too. I do too. I do as well, man. I think their um their record, I mean their um their um their next few games. Me, I think Daryl and I was breaking down the next few games, like Colorado's um um next few games. And uh, it's a lot of games. Um it's a lot of games that they can possibly pull out. You know what I mean? Let me see. I'm gonna pull up their schedule. 
and then we can um we can kind of talk about. Well, that. it's hard to analyze that because you're saying this game's they can pull out. They weren't picked to win this one. This the TCU is ranked number seventeen. Right. You know what I mean? And then and the offense is the offense looks appears to be like on all cylinders. Right. They appear to be really really moving. Like around. this, is the game I thought they would win this next one um, versus Nebraska. I felt like they could win that Nebraska game, but Nebraska is tough. Um, after that, they play um, Colorado State, um, and then after that, they play Oregon. I don't, I don't really see them doing much in that Oregon. Oregon just scored eighty-one points. That's what I'm saying. Oregon, that's gonna be a, that's that's a different one right there. That Eighty-one Oregon points. Game. Who, 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 who they played against though? Was Man. they hooping? I don't even remember. All I saw was eighty-one. <laughs> They played. They they probably played against Colorado State, um, oh. USC. They play after Oregon. Does after they get after that Oregon, Oregon ranked number fifteen, USC ranked number six. Then they play Arizona, then Stanford, then UCLA, number eighteen Oregon State, then Arizona, Washington State, and then the last game is against number fourteen Utah. That's a that's a tough ass um that's a tough damn schedule, bro. That's college football. That's college football. If you if you play at a, a program that's um you know halfway good or in a, a good conference or whatever, that's college football. Yeah. That is definitely that Oregon though. Sure. A lot of those games are gonna be televised. Just oh yeah. Everybody's on the wave, man. I mean, people want to see Dion fail. Then you got another group that wants to see him win. Right. Either way, it's it's I mean, it's it's a wave, man. It's a wave. Oh, yeah. Right now, from my eyes, he's already had a successful season. There's nothing I don't think he can do from here on that's gonna mess the season up. No, I don't think so either. Dog, you know Oregon, dog, Oregon played against Portland State. He go 81 points against Portland State. I mean, Division one, division one school. Whatever, bro. It's, it's a, it's another level between Division one and Division one. It's different. There's levels to that shit. That man said Colorado has the worst shit. roster in college football. <laughs> Where's that guy? We find this guy. Right. Uh, last season, um, Oregon beat Utah, um, thirty-seven to fifteen. Yo, they got a high flying. That games ain't no jokes. I mean, Oregon's a good program, man. No, nah, they don't. Yeah. It'll be a good, good test for. Uh, they beat East uh, Eastern Washington, seventy I don't to think, fourteen. Um, I don't think they're gonna be able to uh, just punch Oregon in the mouth, though. They're gonna have to come and play football. They punched they TCU don't. in the mouth. They punched the shit out of TCU. Yeah, TCU. They tasted blood and fell back. By the time TCU tried to get back into it, you know, the general. Yeah, Oregon already been there. playing playing football games. I told you they just scored 81 points. No, nah, but I'm just saying they've been playing multiple games. They played September the 3rd against um Georgia. They played September 10th against um Eastern September Washington. 3rd. September 3rd is tomorrow. Oh, oh, I'm looking. This is a last year's schedule. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, you tripping. Right, that's what I think. You're right. They playing on a Monday? Well, like, see, that was like, wild. Now I'm looking at the schedule. I looked at the thing, 22. Bring bring right. your lot bring your locks back. I know, right? You play Texas Tech, Hawaii. Yeah, that Colorado game gonna be televised like a mother. 
I believe uh, that. All right, let's see. Let's see what um, or I like Oregon though too. Oregon, they got a really good program. So we shall see, my brother. We shall see. But right now, what's your grade for Colorado? Right now, what's your grade? Great. Uh-huh. First game, I'll what's your grade? I'll give him a B minus based on uh-huh. the defense. Defense giving up so much. Defense gave up a lot, man. And you have to look at it too. That defense is um, horrible. So. Travis Hunter actually saved the game with that interception. He damn sure did. You know what I'm saying? Because the game was very close. And yeah, two plays where he saved the game. He and, saved and, the touchdown but, twice. Yes, and it I is. and I don't want to hear anyone hear what I'm saying and take it somewhere else, bro. This has nothing to do with any form of hate. This is realism. He saved the game with that interception. The game was very close. Yeah, well. It was it was it was a shootout. He saved the game with that interception. But that's part of football. You gotta go out here and make plays. He made right. a great play. No, he definitely did. Definitely quarter, did. When a quarterback plays a damn near perfect game like that, bro, you got to win. Yeah. If you don't win, that is so demoralizing. I that agree. Boy played, that boy played, you could say a perfect game, and I can't argue with you. I mean, he yeah. didn't turn the ball over. But then again, what does that say about TCU defense? And I was going to say that TCU defense is pretty damn bad, too. I don't care how nice he is. There's no way you you, you complete 80% of your passes with no interception against a ranked team. Somebody in trouble. That next practice ain't going to be good at TCU, bro. <laughs> no, not at all. But shit, that next practice at Colorado ain't going to be good. No, nah, Deion's not happy that they give up that many points, though. Mm-hmm. about that. But I, as I said to, I don't know if it was you or my son, Deion said ahead of the season, the skill positions, I'm just fine. He worried about the trenches. The yeah. offensive line held up a little bit. They gave up two sacks. It's not no, too, no, that's not too bad. And um, especially when everybody thought that offensive line was going to be poo putts. Well, I think I think they played off Benji their first game. I got to see him do it again. But they they protected their quarterback. They, mm-hmm. they protected. Their they quarterback. kept him up. They kept him so up. I'm 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 not going to downplay that. They protected the quarterback. Like I said, I think. But I can say they played off energy. But they'll probably play more off of energy than not. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't say they're not going to perform like that again. I mean, you got coaches on the sideline crying tears, man. It's hard not to play for guys like that. I agree. Like, I've never experienced it. Like, I'm watching the game feeling like my son is playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just nah, to I'm see the you. energy on it, to see all the – yo, bro, keep it a It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Seeing all these black faces just be like a family, that is what athletics should be. Mm-hmm. And as powerful as that was, it's sad that the media won't focus on that. No, no, no. You know, I'm going to focus on it. Mm-hmm. Of course they won't. He's created a culture. When you hire a coach, that's what you want. You want a culture. He oh, has created a culture in Colorado. Oh, the athletic director came out and gave him a hug. Shit, they're going to need a... The athletic director. When have you ever seen any AD do anything like that? I've never seen an AD do that. Yeah, I was about to have a pause moment. Let me hold on to that one. But yeah. <laughs> Imagine how and they signed them without even having the money yet. They just <laughs> hoping they was gonna get it. And they got it though. The donors, <clears throat> the donors put in 20, I think it was 27 million, and then they sold out all of their um season tickets. Bro, but just imagine how this went really went down. Like, even if you in your mind just know. Dion gonna win because you got that much faith in him. For it to really happen on national television, the first game, 
Most of us have never seen a Colorado football game ever in life. And, that, and definitely didn't think they were going to ever win that. I didn't think they would win the first game. Because I, I thought the first game would have been like a um adjustment period. Yeah, I, I thought the second game was the winnable game. The first game was not good because TCU was just, they was in the national championship last year. Yeah, I was wondering, like, man, why they got them for the first game of the season? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> national champs. It was in the okay. national championship it, it game. Was, I very rarely watch a whole college football game. I actually watched now, Who game. was the coach of Colorado last season? Who? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He'll never work again. Looking it up neither. Why? He he might not never get another job in life after after yesterday. So. I mean, he could probably he could probably be a coordinator or something like that. Yeah, think about everybody that's had an issue with all those kids leaving. Now look at it. Well, college football is more about recruiting than it even is coaching sometimes. And Dion is going to be, I mean, already is one of the best recruiters out there. I mean, he recruits a team, he recruits players. That he could put in a family situation. He recruits players that'll listen, that'll learn. He got a great team of young men. I mean, when he got there, he didn't want to promise anybody playing time that wouldn't get it. So he gave them a chance to leave on their own. Mm -hmm. I don't see anything wrong with that. Mm -hmm. I remember my one of my first mentor, he showed me that in the workplace. When he got there, he said he was gonna build a management team and he started letting people go. Like he really did. If you didn't fit in what he wanted to have as a management team. Yo, he was gone. And while they was leaving, I was getting promoted quick. Every two months, I was getting promoted some kind of way. Boom, 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 boom. But he had a he had a structure. He had a coach he wanted to build. Some people are scared of culture. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's a change. Like, Colorado's never had no culture. They even got merch now. They ain't had they, merch before. They did not have merchandise before. You know what I mean? They, they got some not. black hoodies, which that's ill. Kind of fire. I'm thinking about picking up something. No, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm going to get it when I, when I put my mind to it. When I find the exact one I want. Yeah. Yeah, because black and gold. You got so Can't many things that. you could do. Yeah, come that. on, bro. That shit is regal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to shout out to Prime, man. Yeah, not shout to, out to Prime. Not shout the energy out. drink. Yeah, definitely not the energy drink. Y'all don't could, drink that she, bullshit. I wish you could sue them. <laughs> definitely don't drink that bullshit, y'all. Because that shit is killing people. Can't believe the stuff they got in that thing, man. Bro, <clears throat> my son, um, Sean, had went and got one behind my back without us letting us know. Smack and, shit out his hand. And I was, and he already drunk it. His little brother told him. His little brother told on him because he went. He like, he like to, I was. That's how right. I was. He went to the store. Right. They went to the store, and he got one too. He gave. He got his little brother one too. So both of them drunk that shit. Now they heart could have been beating out their chest after drinking that shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I drank one before. Before I knew about it, I had drank one. See, I, don't, I, I, didn't, I, I, I knew it was bad. I told him, I said, bro, y'all can't drink everything, bro. Because I, I, I've been read the back of the prime bottle. Because I was going to buy one. I went and read the back of that shit. I said, nah, I'm going to stick to my zero sugar um, monsters. This I mean, right here is wild. That shit ain't good either. Nah, neither one of them are good, but this one is wild. This is like the shit on the back of that shit is super wild. And I, then, didn't uh, uh -huh. I didn't read it. I didn't read it. I didn't read it. Yeah, I tried it one day. I'm gonna tell you one. No, no. What happened was I knew it wasn't no good. I was dead tired, bro. I mean, I was dead tired. I had like three hours of sleep. I was dying. I was mm -hmm. driving to work. I was about to pull a twelve. I was dying. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm gonna try this whole ass shit because I know it got some bullshit in it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I was like, I'll be okay for one day, right? Right. I didn't really. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know, man. 
I'm mm-hmm. all wasn't beating fast and like that. Just it didn't really affect me all crazy, but it, it did make me feel a funny kind of way. I can't explain. I don't know. It's, I understand. It's just different. The light, the light body jitters. Yeah, I just felt my body just felt awkward. <laughs> like, nah, I ain't drinking this bullshit though. And it tastes and it tastes funny. Right. It tastes like something was in it and I ain't supposed to be drinking. <laughs> and then they got the little cans though. That's scary. Yeah. Because that means it's more concentrated. The little cans is more concentrated. That's like them five-hour energies, bro. Them five-hour energies ain't no joke. They're literally giving you five hours worth of energy. But once that five hours is over, the crash is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I used to drink, though. Man, I did, too. I used to drink the five-hour energies when I used to travel back forth to Florida. I'd travel drive, and I'm I'm leaving in the middle of the day. An eight-hour drive, leaving at fucking one o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> and, and and driving, and you know, I'm thinking to myself, "All right, cool. I'm gonna get these first hours out the way regular. I know it's gonna start getting dark. I'm gonna hit this five-hour energy, and then it's gonna give me the last five. I'm gonna be good." But it's it's crazy because like with um with us, I just speak with black people for the most part. Things like diet, how we 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 laugh at things like that, and don't pay attention to it. There's so many people I see at my job that drink women, women mainly, which is different. Women mainly drink energy drinks every night. And I'm not talking about the ones that promise you clean energy or organic energy. Cause they have those out there. Those are yeah. like the least, the least harmless. Those are the ones I'll try to right. deal with if I deal with it. Right. I'm talking about Red Bull every day, Monster every day. Like for a woman to drink Red Bull every day, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And there's a there's a lower level so fuck one. Your kidneys up, man. Yeah, but but I said that to say, then when you get in your 50s, 60s, there's not many of us that don't have health problems, especially in the South. Yeah, yeah. And then we'd love to say it's hereditary. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? And there's people out here, and I'm not even talking about people that's in the gym living waste or whatever, whatever. You got people in their 60s, 70s, yo, great health, man, not on medication. Yep. You know, not, not taking parts of none of this stuff. You know, it's like, you don't have to go full vegan. You don't have to nah. go plant based. You don't have to stop eating meat. You can just moderate, moderate your stuff. Moderation, portion control. Yo, son, dudes be at work with these plates. I bet. I better be wild. He's stacked. I bet. Son, I go to lunch at two a.m. Two a.m. You eating this big ass plate? I can't do that. I can't do it. Even when I go to when I'm out in Tennessee working and stuff, I, I don't. I can't eat a big lunch. I can eat a small portion of lunch dinner time. Then I'll try to eat um, a good hearty dinner. But I, I've never and all my sisters can really do a big lunch and then go sit down. Hearty, yeah, hearty oh, dinner. Yeah, I get a good hearty dinner because I don't eat breakfast. You get a good hearty dinner. You know? Oh, you wild! You wild! You are wild! You and why I just caught on. I just caught on. <laughs> Yo, you wild oh, shit. my brain started spinning. Oh man, my room is spinning. Hold up. Yo, you get hearty dinner. Oh, my. All right, let's go. Let's get continue, man. I'm sorry, bro. You ain't shit, bro. You ain't shit. You ain't shit, bro. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> that diet is real, man. I, dig- I digress. I'm done. No, no, no. Yo, but son, listen, I got, I got a coworker, man, Big Belly, man. Big Belly. Mm-hmm. He's always talking to me about the gym. I'm going to the gym today. Boom. I'm in there two hours doing abs. And I'm saying to him, 
bro, you got a big ass belly and you tell him you're going to the gym to ab workout, you're gonna have to change your diet. Yeah, yeah. Dude keeps yeah. saying, I'm gonna have a six pack by this day, I'm gonna have a six pack by that day. He just said like two, three times. And for me, I'm like this. You don't have to talk to me about the gym. I mean, because people that know me know it's just something I do at this point, bro. It's right, just, right. That's part of your lifestyle. Yeah, it's, it's just, just if you're not really, it's don't, it's okay. That's all right, bro. Like, come on, bro. Oh, I, I wanna say I wanna tell you, you had um my boys copy in one of your workouts. They um I I was scrolling on Instagram and just so having I, I had um I was scrolled up and I was at work and I was I just took a small break and I was scrolling on Instagram and Sean was like, that's Trent. I said, yeah. He was looking at the exercise we was doing. Him and Davon, they come in the garage. And I got, I had the, I have, um, you know. You got a wheel? Plates. Yeah, I got a wheel. And they, out there rolling it, they rolled out. Sean tried to roll back up and fell down. Davon, I have a smaller wheel too. And he rolled out. He pulled back up, and but he tried to lift it, and he fell down. He's like, "I can't lift it, Daddy." I was like, <laughs> "They was literally had their hand under it, rolling down, rolling up." Sean finally got it, and he came down and rolled back down. And on that second one, fall to the ground. I said, "All right, fat boy, you keep falling." <laughs> yeah, but him playing playing football and stuff, man. Your your core. Like when I first tried, I didn't think I could do it because it was a young guy doing it. Man, he kind of challenged me. He kind of pissed me off. He trying to challenge me. Challenge mm -hmm. me, bitch ass nigga. I ain't <laughs> and um, I just got um addicted to it. You know what I'm saying? I do it like once a week now. Okay. I really, I do it more than him now. Oh, where? Cause he see me doing. I do it more than him now. It's just, it feels good. You know what I mean? And sometimes when you adapt a new exercise, your body reacts to it quickly because mm -hmm. it's a whole new, it's a whole new movement. You know what I mean? That's why I started going to Gold's Gym too. It's a whole different environment. There ain't no TVs in there. It's just you coming in, you work out. It. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have a sauna, so it kind of killed my sauna talks a little bit, but, you know, it's what it is. Right. Get your Bayonne sauna for the crib. I mean, I do that when I go to the West. Yeah. I mean, there's no need for me to get it here and transport that shit. It's a, it's a blow-up one. It's a portable. Is it portable like that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I sent right. it to you on Amazon. I no, I've I, I seen it. I just, uh, I just overthought with the package. I bought the steam. I bought the steam. I have the steam one because, you know, I love the steam one and I can't do it. So I bought it and I, I, I inflated. I put it put it up right here, right? Literally right here. How was it? How was it, though? Shit is on point, bro. <laughs> you, eight, you, eight feet, you eight feet tall, though. I, got, I sit in a chair, bro. I don't stand up and I just, it's a chair. I put a chair in there and I just sit down in the chair. It came with the fucking chair, too. Which is shocking. Like the chair was a little flimsy, so I bought a better chair. Well, say what kind of chair come with? Nigga, I'm too what, the, the fold out chair, the little fold out, like the the one that you go to like the park and shit. Oh man, I'll be on the ground. <laughs> right, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I bought a better. I I bought the same type of chair, but a better version of it, and then okay. put that thing right in there. Sit down in it. Zip it up. Come on. Hey yo! Yo, listen. We can't say night, nothing no more. Listen, day night puts you in a different, different. I don't know, bro. <laughs> day after day night, you be on one. Well, man, we had a great time, man. Well, I got to call. I got to call my lady, but make you feel like I got. I got to get that energy back right there. <laughs> I was able to um, 
You say it all. I was, able to, I was able to put my thing in some places too, so you know how that worked. Oh, but the steam, oh. the, the steam room is the steam was pretty dope, and then the steamer right, that me, comes with that little heat steamer it comes with is, is yeah. real good too. I'm gonna ask you something. Um, uh -huh. Monty Jones spoke on something, and I thought about you. I was driving and shit, mm -hmm. you know. I didn't write it down. I figured I'd probably forget. But I'm going to say, we were talking about football. He was talking about football. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was saying he doesn't think it makes sense to even play tackle football until the age of 13, 14. Mm -hmm. he said when that. he was young, I, I, I want your input because your son is playing. That's why I'm asking mm -hmm. you. Yours is more of a um, current perspective. He was saying he remembers watching eight, nine-year-old kids playing football getting concussed. Mm -hmm. He said he's seen kids get knocked the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And he was like, most of these kids are not going to play football. Nope. He said a good percentage of them are not going to play anything. Mm -hmm. So he was like, what are they really doing? Well, then he's then he was saying, even 12, 13, he was like, I don't think you should be playing tackle football, he said, until 14. He said, even then, a lot of these kids are not going to play football. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I you're looking at these kids, you're looking at these kids play. Right, no, and and a lot of them are never gonna. Uh, it's a lot of them they ain't gonna play ever again after after. But this your season. coach, your after coach, to punish people. Right, your coach is telling you to punish people, knock the snot out their nose. Yeah, mm -hmm. make them feel it. Mm -hmm. And you're applauded when you knock somebody down. Crap. That's I don't. That's why I don't like little kids. This is why I never let my son play because I I went to an AA I went to the AAU practice for little kids playing football and. They, they got the kids doing grown-up drills where they're jumping up in front of each other and then they just running right into each other. And then everybody yelling, whoop, cow. And I'm like, yo, that little kid ain't get up yet. I watch a little kid get hit and did not get up yet quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and then they yell, come on, get up, get up. You gotta suck it up. And I'm like, nah, fuck that shit. I saw, I saw it on Instagram where the kid just ran through a dude, dude, legs went up at the end and everything and fell. And I posted it, and I said at that moment he decided never to play football again, right? And some people laughed and everything. But after a few days, I looked at it again. That shit don't look good, son. You know, it just it wasn't funny no more. Mm -mm. I saw that post too. I just breezed right on by. I said, nah, I don't need I said I'm not gonna voice my opinion because I don't like nothing about this. But see, you got a son playing football, it's like directly to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then after after a few days, you know, the, the comments, it wasn't really nobody joking about it. For people like, damn, this shit too rough for the kids. And I looked at it again, I was like, that little nigga got flattened, money. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot of abuse for a young child. Bro, I don't, I'm gonna be honest, bro. I don't want my son to play football. I don't want him to play it at all. Be real with you. I wasn't allowed to play. But, I wasn't allowed to play. But I wasn't going to, I'm I wasn't, I was not going to stop him from doing something that he really wants to do. I feel that. You know, my mom's will, my mom's will let me play, period. So by the time I got to high school. I just didn't want to play anymore. Because I had a couple friends that that played in New York, you know. And um, my mom was just like, nah, I ain't signing that. You ain't playing no football. And my father back then, you know, whatever my mother said, whatever my mother said. <laughs> now he says he doesn't remember. And I was like, how do you not remember I wanted to play football? <laughs> then again, I was like, you know something? I'm not going out of my way to find nothing wrong with you, old man. We good. Right. We good, bro. <laughs> 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 Hey, whatever, man. And and that was my thing, bro. I didn't want, I didn't want because I was a I was awarded the opportunity in middle school to play football. 
So I played in middle school. I played in middle school and I played in high school. Um, I quit. I got that. I, I got that one hit. Some little Mexican hit the shit out of me, and I laid on the ground and I realized I ain't going to college playing no damn football, but basketball. I'm nice at this. I can go to college for this. I got a nice jump, and I made that decision that day, and I, I never played again. But with football, even like with boxing, when 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 young kids box, there's always like one or two kids that they're going to box. Yeah. The rest of these kids are just getting the hell beaten out of them. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know, I'm getting older, man. I just look at things a little different, man. No, Because I, I, I saw sparring session with little, little kids getting shit beat out of them, man. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's and the other kid doing this right here. Yeah, like just backing up oh. on them, like, yeah. Bop. Yeah, like and playing with him, and I'm like, uh, "Yo, get your kid out, get your kid off that." It's obvious one of you has a father that wants you to box because this is not like you want to do this, mm -mm. and you're just getting hit in the head too much. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I don't. I'm not a fan of the concussions, especially. I've had a concussion. As someone has had a concussion before, I've had two. It's not fun. It's not a fun feeling. Not a fun one at all. I had a concussion in a car accident. And then I had a concussion on the basketball court. Dude pulled me out the air and I hit my fucking back of my head clean on the on the ground on them wood floors. It's not wow. Oh, not at all, man. Like he pulled me from behind, bro. I went up the dunk and he grabbed my jersey. Pulled, all I all you know is you going like this and you falling backwards. Hit my head yeah, right man. on the ground. Basketball can be dangerous. It can be. It can yep. be dangerous, man. We got especially when, especially when it's cats that don't play basketball. It's like them football players that now they going, they on the basketball team too, and you just really in there just to, to do a bunch of goofy shit. I always say dudes that hoop. I remember one time I played with a couple guys on the football team, and I got knocked into the bleachers and the chairs and all kind of stuff. I was cooking this dude. I knew him though, but he was on the football team. Mm -hmm. He was just mad stiff, yo. Every time I went to the hoop, he was just not even realizing he was just hacking the shit out of me. Yeah, and I kept not. And I kept scoring. That's 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 probably one of the illest games I played when we was out there playing. Because the football team came out there. Man, mm. man, I broke them down. Yo, man, <clears throat> speaking of basketball, I played basketball. Um... I wasn't going to ask you about it. <laughs> I saw a clip I didn't mean to send you, though. I said, this is me and you hooping right now, dude. I'm going to let you tell you a story, but I can tell you. It was you with Mad Jr. right shaking it. Ha, 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 ha. He had a layup, but he uh -huh. didn't shoot it. He threw Three-point line. Dude shot a three-pointer, shot an air ball. I said, that's be you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was taking dude with a solid shoot. Oh, I almost shoot this. <laughs> dude got up with a nice form and everything. That joy said, Doo. Yo. I think I still got up my phone. I'm, Yo, I'm I, I know that picture. I know that video you're talking about. I've seen it before. I can't even I've seen it. I saw you with the basketball. I was like, this is meant to be right here. The universe is telling me to tag him and send it so everybody can see it. Always tagging me and bullshit. Oh, this you. Why you ain't do it, man? You gotta I forgot. No, it's in my phone. I'm gonna get it. I don't think I deleted it. Yo. It just hit, it's a hit different. It's a hit but different. It's funny you, you say know how you that. watch something a hundred times, then a hundred uh, first time. But this is actually funny. It's funny you say that because the dude went to the hole. He whoop, whoop, whoop. And he dished it to me at the three. You shot the three? It. Yes, I pulled it. I flushed, I pulled it. It, it. it double bounced on the rim and fell. It didn't, it didn't go in. It you, didn't you go comfortable? In. You comfortable shooting threes right now? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable shooting threes. Yeah, I'm not comfortable shooting no three right now. I mean, you played a few times. Hold, hold I'm not gonna... I don't, I don't know if it's gonna go in, but I'm, I'm not gonna I'm shoot that shit. Period. Shoot. I'm gonna right? shoot. <laughs> if, if it 
come my way, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> but it might not go in. Because let me tell you, yesterday I was, I was from the three, I was 0 for 4 from <laughs> three yesterday. <laughs> we played two games. I was 0 I mean, for 4 and three. That's funny. That's funny you say that, right? But I'm shanking. There's a guy at my job, same guy with the big belly. He swears me down when he goes to play. Every time he plays, he got to make at least one three and do all of this. He tried to tell me he was All-American in three sports in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Might have been. It's bad no. as well now. It's not. It's, it's, it's not. Bro, you're not All-American in three sports, and your name can't be Googled anywhere. That's a fact. That's a fact. And you're only 50 years old. And you played in the state of Virginia. And people that went to the same school you say you went to don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. If you're All-American in three sports, your picture is in the trophy case. Right. You know what I'm saying? I played one year of basketball in New York, one year here at a school they made me go to for one year. I still got pictures with coaches when I was in New York, when coaches came to see me like, from one year as a freshman. Right. So you can't tell me you have no documentation, no letters from a coach or nothing. And I was nothing as far as a high school basketball player. My best year playing was in eighth grade when some coaches came to check me out and I met people in New York. I mean, somebody Googled me because I told them I played, I played ball in Barcelona. They Googled me and found and found my old team that I was on with a picture of me sitting in the background. Son, this has nothing. Then he's going to say, they didn't have Google back then. What do you mean? I'm 52. You know what I'm saying? People yeah. that played when I played, Kenny Addison, all them played when I played. Yeah. All that shit is Googleable. Mm-hmm. Hell, you can Google Pete Maravich. Yeah. You can Google Bill Russell. People put the stuff online. I mean, put it's, it's, it's in the archive. You're right. People lie so much, they start to believe their own lie, man. All American in three sports? Come on, man. Somebody can Google you, right. bro. Somebody right. can Google you. Somebody can Google you all day. He might have played three sports, but he damn sure wasn't the All American in three. He didn't play. His own cousin don't even know. Think about when you play ball, bro. Everybody, listen, I'm going to tell you like this. Oh, no. Everybody in my family know I used to hoop. Oh, yeah. And they, want, they wonder why I didn't continue hooping. And people that know me know it was just me being stupid. Right. But whatever. But my family know I used to hoop. Mm-hmm. I averaged down in 50 a game in eighth grade. My whole family knew. Shit, on, on the post. When I posted about me playing ball and I was messing around, people that jumped on there was cats I played with. It's like, so yo, how you, you still hooping? You still how you sometimes. All-American in three sports and don't nobody know you? Right. You tell me how that's possible. Fact. Maybe I don't know nothing. Because I, 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 I told him that's not possible. <laughs> and you still in your hometown. Right. You would be a legend in your hometown. Yeah. All American three sports would be a legend. All American? Do you know all American is? Did right. you say I that? I don't know. Yeah, I know. I told him. I said, bro, you don't lie to the wrong person. Because <laughs> I am not falling for that one you just said. <laughs> uh, but back to me playing ball, my body is sore today. I was sore fresh after the game. I'm sore right now. But I'm going to keep going, man, because um, – Oh, you just move muscles and stuff that you haven't moved in a long time. And it just feels good, man. And I lost I lost significantly amount of weight where it was like, yo, even running up and down the court wasn't bad. You know what I'm saying? You say you lost like 30, right? Yeah, true. I went from think about it, bro. You I was the fattest I was was 325. You know what I'm saying? I'm now 278. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean, and that was just like you know, last year I got big shit. Earlier this year, I was in my three hundreds. I was in three hundreds earlier this year. Like I fluctuated down, and then I went right back up again. You got a spell. You got a spell. No. So now it's like, all right, cool. I'm comfortable not being in the threes. I like I figured it out, and now I'm just I'm getting now I am plateauing. You know, so where I'm not 
where I feel like I'm not seeing any um any loss. But that's probably because I'm lifting weights. I'm lifting a ton of weights because now I'm trying to sculpt. I'm going to get my body, this part here, looking like something. You know what I'm saying? Yo, don't don't rub your body like that. Don't do that. Like myself. Yo, you wildest. Don't do that. Like myself, bro. Nah, I was, I was going to tell you something. I don't even, I don't even remember. Something. <laughs> something's wild today, man. Yo, you wild, man. Yo, try eat, cut that shit out. Whatever it is, cut that shit out. <laughs> don't do that shit no more day before the pod, man. <laughs> But yo, you should get your son a push-up board, son. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Because he do push-ups every every day now. He do it every no, morning saying, and every night. But I think the push-up push board, board, they got the five. different angles. At his age, you don't really need to mess with weights like that. You know what I mean? They got the different angles where you can work all the body parts. And you can just challenge them to go through the joints. Get the, I got one. Because you got it from um, Timo, right? Nah, I got it from Amazon. Oh, OK. I got it from Amazon. Pull it up right now. And I, and I and I and I got the um the armrest ab roller joint. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can stop it and do the planks, and you can just ride with it. I got one of those in the box too. I just got okay. two. I mean, I got both of those. Right, right, right. I got you. But see, I got the um I got the portable push up board because you can fold it up and put it in your suitcase. So you know you finish smashing, you're gonna push your board and show you show mom, yeah, that's what my back looking like. Yeah, when I was out there, man. <laughs> oh. Hey, pause. I'm talking about lady. I'm talking about the lady. I'm talking about the lady. <laughs> but now nah, I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm gonna um, yeah. I'm gonna put my son on that. Because the first the first push the board I had, I had that and I had the resistant bands and I had the way to jump rope. I mm. gave to my man because my man had a son that was playing AU. And he wanted me to come talk to the AU team. And I was like, you know what, man? Yo, get this to your son. I said, he can better use that than me. You know what I mean? Because now the gyms are back open. This right. after and the gym opened back up. I said, you know, I can go back to the gym. I'm probably not going to use these. I said, he can make better use of it. Right. Yeah. I said, this is like, you know, my gift to you. Whatever. Mm. And um, he said his son was cursing me out. Because that thing was real, wasn't it? <laughs> Yo, man, he said that. The weighted jump rope was beating him down, boy. Even with that, man, how your son jump a rope, man? Because he had an age now when he's bigger than most kids. No, we, we got a jump rope. He jumps rope. Goofy. Yeah, we, we got a jump rope. Goofy. Yeah, yeah no, we have a jump rope. He's bigger than everybody. Yeah, no, yeah, he, but he need to use that shit. No, he definitely goofy because he is bigger yeah, than nah. everybody. He's nah, like that's not a, that's not an insult. At his no. age, you're gonna be goofy. You're bigger than everybody. Yeah, shit, I was at that age. Yeah, your feet too big for your body. Yeah, that's a fact. Now he just uses the jump rope too. He uses the jump rope. It's like it's like if you it's like if you grow over the summer. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get used to your new height. You, or your hands get bigger, you got to get used to your new hands. Bro, you talking something now, son. Yeah. You, that is a fact. Everything is different when you play ball. When you when you gain weight, it's like, for the period of time, when I started drinking and gaining weight, man, basketball just became different. My crossover wasn't really crossing no more. See? You know what I'm saying? Me going to the cup. I wasn't able to just go to the cup and just finish at will no more. That's mm-hmm. and then that's when I kind of lost the love for the game at a young age. Yeah. The game just changed. And I'm not thinking I'm getting fat because I'm drinking beer at 14 years old. I'm not thinking that shit. Damn, you drinking beer that long? No, I started drinking like 13. Damn. That's what they do in New York, man. You drop 40 in a tournament, they go get a 40. You know what I'm saying? They roll up something. Yeah, no OGs, man. You have them, but you ain't always with the OGs. That's true. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? When the OGs find out I'm doing it, they'll stop it. But then you already got a taste for it. Now I'm doing it on my own. 
Yeah, I didn't I didn't drink beer until I right. so I went to shit. I'm be honest, I didn't drink beer until I went to college. Yeah, my first beer was. I was drinking stock. alcohol. I was drinking alcohol for a while, but I ain't drinking beer until I went to college. Forty ounce of private stock, man. 13, 14 years old, put it on the counter in New York City. Boom. Yeah. I mean, they weren't checking no IDs in New York City. You get a forty. Yeah. People was buying cigarettes for their mothers and shit. It's a forty ounce of private stock. Yeah, that was the thing. Tap the bottle, twist the cap. <laughs> I remember private stock man. too. I remember that shit. Yeah. You said it was a lifestyle dot. Lifestyle, man. That's what it was. You know what I mean? I mean That's what it was. You know, when you talk to people, they're like, I can't believe that. I'm like, come on, but life is real, B. Life is definitely real, son. You know, life is real. But the thing is, you know, not pointing fingers at anybody or any situation. At that age, yo, all I want to do is play ball, man. You know what I'm saying? And I had a family that didn't let me play ball. They didn't let me hoop. Going to hoop at the park, that ain't hooping, nigga. Nah. I'm talking about New York City. You had the Gauchos. You had all these Riverside Church. You know what I mean? I supposed to have been playing with all them dudes. Right. I'm not saying how well I would have played. I don't know. But when Kenny Ashton was playing, all of that was around my era. All okay. these tournaments, all these tournaments I can't go to. I'm not getting my clearance form signed. You know, Damn. I don't have nobody to be with me to go nowhere. Damn. Like, you know. That's, that's where you end up. Yeah. If you yeah. want to block playing ball, that's what they do. They drink beer and they smoke weed. No, I mean, I mean, I respect it. <clears throat> I respect it. You know what I mean? My, my, I definitely played. I played. So I played. And then I went everywhere and played. Played street ball. You know, I'm in the South, though. It's a little bit different than New York. Y'all, in proximity-wise, everything is right there. It's so much easier to move around. You know what I mean? For, for us in the South, yo, like, you had to have a car to even really get around like that. Or you lived in the cut, cut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so when I played ball, it was literally, you know, as soon as school was out, going straight to the gym. Like when when I, we lived in our small town of Andrews, I could just walk from from the um, school gym to the house. And then when we moved to Georgetown, I was already driving. So it was like I game, you know, I drove myself to my games. I drove myself to the to um to my practices, you know, back and forth. And then when anytime we was playing in any other little town. I, I was always out there. Like I used to be the dude with the car and the homies. We go and hoop. We go to Myrtle Beach and hoop because it got a real dope outdoor court right off the strip that everybody played at Grand Hill. Everybody used to come out there and hoop. Dope, it's dope. You know, we go to Florence. You know, we was like, we was like literally in the summertime, we was like a traveling team. It'd be a five, it was set five of us, and we were literally going to town to town. Bussing ass, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we got our ass whooped, you know what I mean? And sometimes we was whooping ass out there. Cut it out, bro. We not doing that, man. Stop it, yo. Stop it. Yo, you should let me know this what we doing today, man. I'm just saying. Here you go, man. He just wilding, bro. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, the, the, the mental state to block out the outside forces and just go hoop. Love that. My son, my, my son had it like his senior high school because, you know, he was in a private school. Right, a new guy, and you know he went through some things I knew about, and a lot of things I didn't know about until now. But right. private school, private school is kind of ill. Right. Private school is ill. Whatever school you go to, you just go through stuff. Right. But he was able to block stuff out and actually focus on playing ball. Right. But it didn't transfer to the next level because after that season, you know, mentally he kind of lost it because he just didn't have that same drive anymore. Right. Right. Wasn't feeling it like he wants you know it. But I, I, I really. 
felt bad about that because I lost my drive at a younger age, and I know how when you lose your drive as an athlete, bro. Yeah, you don't want to do no. You don't get that shit back, bro. That's how I feel about music. Like now he's playing ball again at, at a high level, right. playing hard, playing with these overseas dudes. You know what I'm saying? He could be doing that. Right. Like no, no, I'm with you. But you I don't see. judge it because I did it. Right. Then when I went to state, I was playing with the basketball team and they tell me, yo, you should walk on. And I'm thinking like, I wasted all these years not playing. Right. But when I went to state, after meeting Lakeisha McCullough, who was on the team, I just got motivated to play basketball again. It just felt good. Right. right. You know, because you who basketball just it just feels no, good. No, it just feels good, bro. Dog, I, I told I was I put online, I had uh we played two games, two full court games. I had a total of six points, total of six boards. Um, I had like one or two blocks and um two assists. I bro, I just had fun. Like I just like it was it was more than just going out there. It was like I had fun. Talk a little junk, move around, just like really having fun and i missed that like you know so before i broke my leg i played ball regularly all the time all the time all the time now that when i broke my leg it scares me i'm still scared to play my leg is still a little funny i don't have any lateral no real lateral movements like i want and i probably just need to get on a resistance band and kind of work on that but you know i'm not it's just fun i enjoy it bro this shit is just fun it's just fun it's just fun like i be yeah, every yeah. time i play every time i play after i get done i'm like no i, I miss that shit i miss that adrenaline that it gives you just to go and hoop you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, yeah man as much as i enjoy mentally and the therapeutic moments of being in the gym man it's nothing like hooping like it's not like hooping Bro, I missed the shot yesterday. I was mad as yeah. hell because that shot I would normally do. I normally make. You know what I'm saying? You, I was, said you would normally make. No, what? What? what is, when was normal? It was. What, a, was it was a simple play. It's a simple play. I was in a post. And it was what a about basketball? Game. It's simple for you right now. Which part? The anything low post. Anything low post is simple. That's simple. Yeah, for me right now. You only had six points. I wasn't trying to score. And we, I, I'm in a team full of young kids. I'm like my daughter's age. Yeah, I'm just game. letting them cook. I'm just letting them cook. Like I'm just happy to run up and down the court. I'm playing defense, you know, setting picks for them. I ain't even, I ain't even sliding. I ain't even sliding up the pick. I'm like, yo, go straight to the cup because I'm gonna set a strong pick straight to the cut. You know, to the cup. That's all. Get a rebound, pass that shit out. <laughs> like you, I wasn't. It was just, the old guy. Old yeah, guy. Just the old guy hooping, bro. Old, old guy it. with the cranky motor. Yeah, I'm just enjoying. It. And then when I get hyped, because one, one, it was this kid. He was um. He he was a, he was a little older than him. He was tall, kind of tall, a little heavy set. And he was like, "Yo, um, he was like, yo, give it to me, give it to me in the post." He was trying to play me. He was like, "Give it to me in the post, give it to me in the post." And when he got it in the post, and he went up, and I blocked this shit, and I was like, "Yo, all because I'm moving slow. Don't play yourself out here, young man." <laughs> then we run back up the court, and then I said the same thing. I was like, "I just waved the ball, and then I backed him down and laid it." But then I came back down and did it again, and I did a face-up. So I faced him up. I jabbed him. And when I jabbed him, I went to the right, and I spun. And when I spun, I'm right there in front of the cup. I told him, I blew that shit like a motherfucker, dog. I was mad at them bitches. I blew that shit. Doc, okay, you get, that you shit get. was, <laughs> yo, talk about busting your load, <laughs> your load gone. <laughs> No, that shit was premature ejaculation, that's, son. That's my biggest. That's that's my biggest issue with hooping. Like I don't. I know I don't have no lift. No. Even 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 with handles, like, like my mind and my hands know where the handle go. Yep. 
With your body? Nah, that ball ain't on the string. (laughs) Bro, it was so wild. It was like, dog, I had a fucking $100 move with a fucking uh, 20 cent finish. (laughs) Cause I hit him him with a jab. I said, and he fell for the jab. And then I went right, spun real quick. And when I spun, I felt him on my body. So I spun so quick. I'm right here. And I go like this right here. I'm right in front of the cup. It's just easy. Drop that shit right on there. That motherfucker said, Nah, when you get our um, when you get our age demographic, nothing on the basketball court is actually easy anymore, unless nah. you play on a regular basis. Yeah. Now it's it's even more amazing. I remember when I was in college, we had a professor, Doctor Cambon, used to play all the time. He had the old school um, ace bandage knee wraps. Right. He had the old school sneakers, afro, high socks. I mean, slow motion, cook you, cook. Right. You. I mean, he used to come to the parks we played, cook. Mm-hmm. Intramurals cooking like you couldn't defend the dude. He had a hundred thousand pump fakes. Footwork was crazy. Mm. I mean, Doctor J Afro with the gray in mm. it, like mm. just cook you, bro. Accurate from the mid range. Never shot nothing from the three. Everything mid range, mm. all day. You know what I mean? But he had to have been late fifties at the time. I, I doubt he plays now, though, because I'm 52. I doubt he plays now. If he plays now, he's miraculous. He's more, he's nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, he's miraculous if he's playing now. But, I mean, dude, if he was defending you, you could easily cook him. I mean, he right. wasn't no lateral right. that guy. But it was it was inspirational watching the older guy play and just love the game. Like, Yo, love I, yeah, the there's, game. there's a couple old dudes you see. Like, when I used to play regularly, there's a couple older guys that used to come out and hoop, and they would, like, if you if you if you did too much, they will show you that they you know that they did this at one point. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like if you played on his team, you were motivated to actually play basketball. Like he never took a bad shot, he never wasted a possession. He didn't shoot too much, right? But he was efficient. You know what I mean? And it's like you don't want, almost don't want to do no goofy shit when you want a team with somebody like that. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Like, like, I'm known for doing some goofy shit. I'll throw a behind the back, over the shoulder pass in traffic all day. Like, now we all, we when all. It, when it, when it goes through, ooh, we all do. But I'm, I'm gonna throw about three of them shits away, bro. We, we all do. We all. Do I'll some throw, goofy shit I'll sometime. throw, a, I'll throw a full court bounce pass that might go out of bounds. I will do all kinds of shit, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm like, nigga, I'm having fun, yo. Fuck y'all. Like, <laughs> But yo, I'm about to play this one video because we 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 gonna end the pod in a minute. I want to play this one video um and get your opinion about this. Um, shit. Nah, it's not crazy. It's lighthearted. It's some hip hop shit. There's some hip hop shit. We do. Boom, <coughs> boom, boom. Tell me if you can can you see it. Yeah, yeah. All right, boom. Let me uh, refresh you. You know, you got to refresh. I know this is some crazy shit. You might not be ready for this. But they recently discovered that aliens is coming to Earth. Like, aliens actually exist. They didn't discover it. They've supposedly been Aliens actually exist. IG, if the alien come down right now and say to you, what's, I want to understand human behavior, one album, what is a one album that you would give to an alien that came down and said, I want I want to know a human well, one album. One album. You gotta give them. Yeah. 
I was ill. I made that up. One album is difficult yeah. to do that with one album. Yeah, just one album. Yo, man, come on, what the fuck? I mean, X, X, for sure, is dark and hell is hot. But they all come from different perspectives, so it depends on the perspective that he wants. All right, the aliens just like, nigga, I just want to know about human nature. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Came down for 50 years ago. Yeah, yeah, 50 years ago. He won one album. So, piggyback off of that, what's that one album, the alien come down, and you be like, yo, this one, this one album gives you what hip hop really means and feels. Whole totality of the project. For me, I would say Nazilmatic, Queen from Queens. Like Nazilmatic actually gives you gives you Queens in the thought process of a young man. You know what I mean, that's how that's how I would see it. But I don't think there's one definitive answer for that. I think yeah, everybody will give you everybody <laughs> will give you something different. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like if you're talking about DMX, I mean. DMX isn't always coming from a rational mind. That first DMX, album was, was a different album. Yeah, it, it comes from a different thought process. But we're not just talking about X, but we're just talking about in general. What's that? No, I was album? saying, I'm speaking on what he was saying. What Herb was saying, right? Yeah, what Herb said. For me, be Nazilmatic. As far as See, I, and I thought about this because I had that sitting for, for a while now, but the pods, the pods wasn't, um, fit, they wouldn't fit any other pods we were doing. Um, that's hard for me. That's a hard pro. That's a hard process for me, because I feel like I'm a. Ha I will have to pull a project from each coast. You know what I mean? Because like once again, I'm a project guy, and it's projects that I feel like that like like shape shape my thought process. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I, I so, would have. So that'd be I would hard. have a separate one. I would have a separate one for the West Coast. Yep, me too. Yep, you know that's what I'm saying. It'd either be Ice Cube's album. Or or Snoop's first album. No, nah, I would say Ice Cube America's most wanted. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'd be that's what I'm thinking too. It'd be from the West, it'd be Ice yeah, Cube America's most wanted. What's Snoop Dogg's doggy style? Because doggy style was different, bro. Doggy style was different, but I'm saying America's most wanted was was culturally relevant also. Doggy style mm -hmm. was a very it was a very fun album, very energetic album, very dope album, bro. very dope. Right, album. no, bro. But he had some real. He, he had a lot of storytelling stuff on there. Snoop was different. Snoop for me was the, one of the artists being like literally in a small town down south. I heard that album in people's cars, and I was like, "What is that?" But then for for me on East Coast wise, when it comes to like you know what I'm saying, it for me, this is me. It'd be Biggie's life after death. I mean, I hear that. That double, that double disc was different. That double disc. I was mean, different. nobody, nobody can say that's wrong. Right. No, yeah, I'm not. And if you know he did, saying? I wouldn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I was illmatic because the the just the effect they had on me when he came because right. the the way he poetically connected words, nobody was doing it at that time. Right. Nobody on that grand scale. I'm sure there was right. somebody at home right. that was. And with Ice Cube America's Most, nobody came that rugged, you know what I'm saying? With cultural relevance like that, as a right. solo artist, just out the blue, man. Like, so you had a West Coast storytelling MC with hardcore public enemy beats. Right. That was just a whole different dynamic. Right. Man. And he no, had no, no complex rhyme schemes. It was nothing really intricate about his lyricism. It was just straight to your face. This right. is what's going on in the world right now. This is what's going on in my head right now. He was just mm -hmm. amazing with it. That's the thing about an MC that comes in so many angles. You can 
have a guy like Scarface as a dope storyteller. Right. Oh, I was just about to say I Scarface. Mean, I love. Don't what, need what a whole lot of metaphors and like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a guy like Nas. Nas is just highly poetic. Right. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z is a lot of wordplay. Yeah. Yeah. Biggie, Biggie was a lot of wordplay. Biggie play. had a, Biggie but he had had a, a lot of hell of a storytelling ability. Yeah, but he had a lot of bars that didn't even rhyme. It's just his mm-hmm. wordplay was so crazy. Mm-hmm. You didn't catch the parts that missed that didn't rhyme. But he showed that there's not necessarily a definitive rhyme or reason. Right. For lyrical and then content. For the South, I would, I would have to go outcast on the playlist of Cadillac music. I was like, album broke down the South and how they was moving around in a, in a very good way for me. The album was different for me. I, I damn near know every single song on the album front to back. So that for me, I'll have to like put together a collage and be like, look, listen to these records because listen to these projects and then hopefully you will understand hip hop, but from my perspective. Well, Outcast was different. I think it took the East Coast a while to embrace, you know, what they offered. Right. And once once they took the time to listen, they basically gave you the South from a young man perspective in yeah, so many ways. It. They they do well, I remember years ago, um, and I always try to do this, this as an artist, not an older. I really focus on doing this as an artist. You, um, music should be able to create mood and emotion. Yes. You know what I mean? And yes, I think t- today's music, you know, fails at that for various reasons, but that has nothing to do with this conversation. So I'm not going into that. No. But it, sh- it should create mood and emotion. And Outkast, you know, they did that. They did that, yeah. but they kept it. They kept it fun. Yeah, you know, I think that's um, one of the things. Older artists, as they matured, I think that's where that transition became more mm-hmm. Right, I agree. You know, keeping the messages fun. You know, what I mean, keeping you know the beats melodic, keeping the beats. Yes. Fun. <clears throat> yes. Know, um, yes. Even with some producers, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, just you get stuck with one sound. Yes. Yep. You do. You don't necessarily have to change your sound, but you even yep. change the tempo. Change the yep. Switch it up a little bit, do some things. Yeah, I mean, just some producers did, but I think that's what killed hip hop. I think sometimes, you know, you get stuck in your own way of, of of being. And you always have to reinvent yourself. You always have to create those moods and emotions. Cause we have so many messages people from our age can't deliver. Right. Aren't being delivered. Like simple things that you go through as a married man, those can be still fun records. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you can rhyme about smoking weed on the staircase and drinking in, Jay, I mean, you can't rhyme about a father and your son first day of school? Dude, right. No, that's a fact. That can't be a record? I that mean, I'm just throwing out shit. No, there's no, other, no. There's other things. Or even, no, I'm with you a thousand percent on this. Think about it. Slick Rick had a record called Teenage Love. Yep. Teenage Love. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, oh, it wasn't a suck, It wasn't a sucker record. Hell no. Nah. I mean, so I'm gonna say a grown man can't say. You know I mean? No, I'm with you. I'm with you a thousand percent. I'm with you a thousand percent. And I the think cre- that's, the creativity that's the and lyrical content. Music, yeah, the creativity and lyrical content is just. Yeah. I can't say it's not there. It's not there on a the grand scale. Mm-mm. I hear people say there ain't no real artists out here no more, bro. That's not even realistic, bro. No, that's not realistic. I on a grand scale, maybe. I put yeah, on a grand scale, day. maybe. But mm-hmm. no, you right. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I put online the other day where I said hip hop. Um, where I say rap music at this moment. I feel like it's not good, but hip hop as a culture is still fine, I think. But just that the sub the, the genre sub genre within hip hop just needs some tweaking. Yes, we have some dope 
Because somebody's like, you got to go search for the artist. I said, bro, I am the radio. I search for artists regularly and I listen to a lot of those artists, but even the underground artists are all starting to sound the same. Everyone sounds like Griselda right now. If you even listen to underground acts, they sounded like Griselda they, and, and that's it. And then you got everyone, you know, bouncing between um, Detroit drill or Chicago drill or New York drill, which is a derivative of Chicago and Detroit drill. It's like everybody is doing it or the, you know what I mean? It's like everyone is, is the creativity side of things is, is missing. Yes, I can go find some creative rappers. But then when you listen to their projects, their projects ain't good. It's like, all right, I go and find you. You got this one record that's fired. Then I go and pull your project up. And you literally just only have that one record that is fine. And, and I, it's like the creativity is even lost within the project scheme of things. Well, as from an MC perspective, I don't think people are giving you them. You know what I'm saying? Like now, I can say like this: This is like three EPs I want to do, and within these records, these all these records are going to be a piece of me in some some form. A lot of people, I don't know if it's scared for that to be accepted, right? Or they just don't want to speak on certain topics, or some people just don't take writing songs that seriously. They just putting words together that they think people don't like. You know, hip hop right. from, you know, I'm a little older than you, but still, our generation of hip hop, and all MCs had their own style. They all had their own stories. Right. But that, at the same time, it's, that was the beginning. That was the beginning. Everyone had to have their own styles and stories because it was really the, it was that the, doesn't That didn't the, have to change, though. All artists don't have to try to rhyme to the same beat. I get, they don't I have to try to rhyme the same tempo. They don't have to all rhyme about the same topic. I get it. No, I'm, I'm with you. One there. woman, one woman rhymes to a chicken wing. Now, a woman wants to rhyme to a donut. Yes. I mean, and I took somewhere, but that's true, true be told that the donut one was out before the chicken wing one. I mean, okay. <laughs> to, to, you know, put it in perspective, but it's still, <laughs> it's still all trash. It's still all trash. I, I say this, man. It's just like fashion. Everything, everything comes back around. You know what I'm saying? You to a level. You came, you came out, you when when you was in digesting hip hop, it was around the the infancy of it. I'm not too far behind you. So I remember those 80s really hearing artists and everyone being different. Like I remember what Wu-Tang did to me mentally when they first started. It was something that no one has never done. I remember being a young kid and hearing people in Detroit rapping like Run DMC and how I was like, oh, that's dope. That's not bad. I ain't, I don't really like the you know what I'm saying? The hippity hoppity, like basic flows pattern, you know, but it was, I thought it was dope. It was different. How I was digesting hip hop being a young kid in Detroit growing up in the eighties. And then when Wu-Tang dropped, then you couldn't tell me I wasn't a part of Wu-Tang. You couldn't tell me I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like dog, my, my original rap name was Sean G. <laughs> like, they, like, the underground, the underground, the underground created the, um, they created the dynamics back then. They, yes. they introduced the styles. Yes. You know, because I mean, yeah, it so was think back about it now. Yeah, it what was back style, then. what style could be different? Everyone is gonna be doing it. I am with you production wise. I am fucking with you production wise. I mean production I wise could be production wise could be the problem because right. certain beats that these young dudes are rhyming on, I don't know what else they can do to them. Yeah, the same thing. I put the bop the boot. I put the bop the boot. It's the same fucking rap pattern. He put the hop of the boot. He put the hop of the boot. 
<laughs> now, when the Migos do it, I can actually understand. Right. But they started that. They started saying. that flow. Right. No, because that's their dynamic. And there are right. a few others, maybe that's their dynamic. But like, you know, there's people I know that have children that rhyme. And I hate when they let me hear this this song. I don't want to hear nobody. Because that's what so much auto tune, I don't hear anything. Right. And then I'm like, I don't, I don't understand what you want me to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what he's talking about. And then you're making all these gun gestures with your hands, and it's just everybody feels like they have to do those same things. I mean, music is an expression of, of what you got going on. Right. It should be an expression of what you got going on. Let's say that it should be. If that's people, not, if that's people, not it's not. But that's not right. If if more people wrote about their life experiences and what they're going through, Myth Bleak said it recently. He was like, "The music is the way it is because these kids ain't living." He's like, "Yeah, they're making a lot of money, but they're not living. They ain't going out here doing stuff, getting any life experiences. So then you don't have no life experiences, and you're not putting it on music. Or if you do have life experiences, but you get caught up in this, what makes money." You only do what you feel like makes money, and it's like it's a wild yeah. scenario when it comes when to you, music. When man. you when you when you in a room, and certain hip hop is played, it's like an energy. Yes, people are feeling the lyrics, they're feeling the rhythms, feeling the beats. Some people even got eyes closed, looking in the air. It's like that. Right. That song's a part of you. Yes. Some of this new music, everybody just like zombies and drug addicts when he plays. I agree, bro. Like, I agree. You paid your money to be a zombie. Yeah. Oh, man. And yeah. the women are just quoting these crazy lyrics, bouncing around and doing all these outrageous things. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm the old man in the room. <laughs> they got us, man. The, the 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 sad part is the marketing got us. Man. As soon as you like, you show the video, like you sent me the video of the football team um, singing that joke. Nah, bro, no. <laughs> my booty, <laughs> my, come my on, pussy man. Cake, my booty hold brown. Why is any man saying that? What? Yeah, that's no, the bro. wildest. That's to me. That might be the wildest statement I've ever heard in life. And I'm not. And you know, I'm not that old dude when it comes to music. I listen to damn near everybody's shit. And I give everybody opportunity, and Your I rock. Perspective but my, has changed but my, over the last three years. But that pussy I hole pink, that. that pussy pink booty hole brown shit. That's extreme. But That's your extreme. perspective has changed over the last three no, years. It, has, it, had, it had to because the music is getting dramatically horrible. It's getting you horrible. You used to talk that trash to me. You got to listen to do stuff. You got to do this. You got to do that. You, you ain't said it. Huh? It's, it's, it's a lot of bad out here, bro. It's a lot of bad. That's You know why? You know why I don't say it as much anymore? Because it's a lot of bad out here. It wasn't a lot of bad before? Nah, it wasn't a lot of bad. It's a lot of bad now, son. It's a lot of bad. Oh. I, I was able to pull, bro, I've run a radio show where for the longest, for three years, all I did was pull mix indie with um, major artists, bro. It's getting harder and harder to mix new indie acts with major artists and, and, and play them on a radio show. It's getting harder and harder. Once again, either they sound all like Griselda or... They sound like a bunch of bullshit. I mean, I hear you. Shout out to DJ Jazzy Wood for putting a new single on the I saw that. 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 Love the love. But yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it, man. I mean, the young people, you know, music is a young man's game on a large I disagree. scale. I disagree. 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 On a, disagree. On a, on a, I hate that statement. On a large scale, it is. No, it is not. No, it is not. 
No, it's not. You don't understand why I'm saying it. Though. No, I know what you're saying. saying. Tell me why you're saying it. No, you don't. We only say that for hip hop. I'm only say that for hip hop. But go ahead. I'll let you go I'm ahead. Talking, I'm, ta- I'm, st- I'm talking about hip hop. I know. I'm talking about hip hop. That's the climate we created. How can it not be a young man game if, if older artists don't make music at all? No. How can it not be? The top selling artists are older artists. Those are the chosen few that decided to stay relevant. Where's the rest of them? Everybody just quit because they no, want to continue. Because a lot of them ain't good no more. They can't adapt to what's going on currently. Why they not That's their fault. That's their fault. A lot of them can't adapt to what's going on currently. I said that earlier. That's what I said. <laughs> okay. But it's not that they can't. They won't. They won't. You can easily call. Listen, and I'm mm-hmm. not going to throw any artist's name under the bus. But if you're an established artist, mm-hmm. you can call almost any producer. I'm working on a new project. Let me get something from you. Without naming any producer. Right. <laughs> or naming any artist. You can easily right. do that. Right. Now, not OD on Hit Boy. He's done 100 albums of Hit Boy, Hit Boy in two weeks. But yeah. he did it. Yeah. And he's known for not putting out a lot of projects. He put out, what, three in one year? Yeah. I mean, you complain about the culture, but don't want to put nothing within the culture. Right. I agree. It's not a lot of talent. I agree that. You know what I'm saying? What I'm it's saying is a young man's game is just that's how it's become. We've okay. allowed it to be that. We gave it up. Okay. I'm not saying it's a young man's game because an older artist can't do it. No, that's not what I'm saying. And I know that's where you're going. That's not what I'm saying. I can't say that because I'm an MC. I can't right. say that. Right. There's a lot of older dudes that got bars. They just choose not to do it. They'd rather sit home and complain. That doesn't make sense. Right. You're right. That's like complaining about a culture and you're not a part of the culture. That's just wild to me. It's a wild scenario. Well, DJs complaining about DJs not breaking records and they don't break records. They ain't been they ain't break a record in, in years. In today's climate, I don't know what I don't know what breaking a record is right now. I, I don't know. What do, you, what do you do? Constantly play it, put it put it in an ecosystem. If you got a name and no one has heard this this record yet, putting it in an ecosystem and steadily making sure you put it in an ecosystem. Bro, That's how you break a record. Even as DJs, a DJ DJ. These hip hop DJs from overseas, mm-hmm. they play what the hell they like. Yep. These dudes got their online stations. Like DJ Jazzy, what man? He plays Nothing but underground hip hop. Nothing, yeah. nothing but. Yeah. You talking about a playlist of artists you might have never heard. And then right. when you listen to the show, you'd be like, oh, shit. Right. This shit oh. is fine. And he lists the whole playlist. where you. I like that, it. too. I'm, and I, I plan on to start doing that. I think that's a great idea to do. I, I saw that yeah. and I was like. Sam, Sam's does that. Sam's does yeah. that, too. I was about to say, Sam's like, yo, he, I love I love the energy he gives out all the time when it comes to music. I, I am a a full like you know I just met this man, but I'm a full supporter of what he what he's doing. He does full it the supporter. right way. Does the right way. Yeah. How does how is it hurting you when you're a DJ and he'll tell you he doesn't really like the climate of today's hip hop? Just I'll give you an example when when he plays the song, he'll record the screen. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then post it. You a DJ? You break records? Yeah. That's what you do. And and but that's what I mean by breaking records. That's how you do that. That no, right I, was, there. I was just saying, what do you do to break records? I was just waiting for you to give me an answer. That's all. Yeah, but it was I quite rhetorical, it, but I yeah. love that, man. I, I love that. That's shit. needed. That's why I always say there's mad DJs out here that won't play your records, right? Yep. I tried to I tried to post that today, but for some reason I couldn't post the link to the to the um radio show. But anyway, there's mad DJs that won't play your record, but there are right. some that will. There's some there's some that will definitely play your stuff. Network with those. If he's playing your record, you should give him that drop he asked for. Go to his radio station if he's nearby. If not nearby, see if you can call in on the phone. Right, right. Hell, do a do a promo for him if you need a promo. I'm with rock you. Rock with who rock with you and build that. Go from that foundation. 
I'm with you. Yeah, because I'm I'm definitely gonna go back up to Sam's spot. Oh no, soon. I think son is super dope. As soon as you got a record, we gotta go back up there. You know. I think he was super dope. Super dope, yeah. man. Great Everybody energy. that was there. Everybody that was there was cool. Great energy, man. I meant to, I meant to check out old boy podcast too. I have. It's not bad. It's actually very, very good. Okay. Very good. It's a very good podcast. You know what I mean? I, I love it, man. I love what they're doing, man. Yo, so we get to the end of the show. Go ahead and um give us something, bro. Something at the end. Tell us. Tell us. Oh, this is a little different, man. Um, when we started this podcast, um, we said um make the uncomfortable conversations comfortable. You know, we're coming from a black male perspective, but the truth over there is a lot of things we talk about we're going through at that time. Also, um, we don't come from a perspective of knowing it all. We don't even come from the perspective of knowing anything. We're experiencing these same things we speak about. And we come up short also. I've come up short in my personal life in a lot of different ways. And then from this show, I learned a lot in myself, right. talking to this brother, having the different guests we've had. Right. We've had some female guests. We've had my seed. We've had his seed. And we learned from all of that. And I say from all of us, man, we have to do a better job of recognizing our flaws, acknowledging our flaws, and working through our flaws. And as men... Many of us have issues within communication, you know, and we don't realize it until something kind of hits the fan, whether it is a personal hit or a relationship hit. And we all have to do a better job of that. I know myself, I'm dealing with that now without realizing that is an issue. And it's also something I fell into that I seen my father have growing up. I seen my father help so many people, help so many families, uplift so many people to where you come home, you're at peace. And they're not getting the same work as the people outside the home. That balance of energy has to be had as men because we do so much out here in the world. And sometimes we're complimented by so many people being a great guy. Then you come home and that woman that matters doesn't always get that great guy in totality. And for some of you, that might be a strange thing to hear, but a lot of us do and don't realize we're doing it because the woman may not be complaining. She might not speak of it. But the sad thing about a woman, when she does complain and bring something up, that's the hundred and first time she thought about it. Yep. And now it's an issue. Now it's an issue. You can accept it, embrace it, acknowledge it, maintain Tame and go from it. Yep. Or you can or, yep. Let's all do better, man. Let's do better. Let's get better. Let's be better. Let's yeah. strive for excellence, man. Yes. Yeah, couldn't couldn't say it any better, man. Couldn't even say it any better. Um, you're not the only one going through it right now. So definitely understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, this is the Black Male Podcast. TS is who I am. So your dad is who I am. I, like, I like the dad hat. I can't even find it. I like dad hat. Dad hat connoisseur. I like that one. Um, this is episode 115 of the Black Male Podcast. Man, catch us next week. And um, I hope you guys all also enjoyed our um, Bring Our Kids to the Pod series, man. That was yeah. dope. It was, um, it was. I, I can't even from now my um my oldest boy is like, so dad, am I gonna come on a black male pod now? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, nah, we'll figure it out, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Peace.